Thank you for listening to the Lake Murray Baptist Church podcast. Lake Murray Baptist Church is a Southern Baptist church located in Lexington, South Carolina. My name is David Sons, and I serve as the family and discipleship pastor here at the church, as well as the host of this podcast. Our hope is that this podcast would be a resource for our members who are seeking to live out their faith in Jesus Christ in their everyday lives. We want to use this platform to exalt Jesus and equip the members of Lake Murray to be the church where they live, work, and play. Welcome to the Lake Murray Baptist Church Podcast. Thanks for listening. Our guest today is Angela McNeil. Angela is the Church and Communities Director for the South Carolina Baptist Convention. Her primary responsibility there is to oversee the Heart for Schools network. Heart for Schools is a network of churches serving students and teachers across our state in South Carolina. Angela recently sat down for an interview with our student pastor, David Bennett. We hope that you enjoy this conversation. Thanks for listening. Angela, welcome to the podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us today. Uh, Just to start off, would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure, David. Thank you for having me here today. Just to kind of start out, I um, have always felt a call to ministry and felt that when I was back in high school and went from there into college and still searching and praying about where God would lead me. And uh, as I was there, really felt called to go to seminary. So ended up going to Louisville to Southern Seminary and studying the Carver School of Church Social Work. And then um, after that, worked in social work for just a little bit and got to stay home with my sons for a little while, then taught in school, in elementary school for 11 years, and just really loved that. It was a, a Christian school, so I had opportunities to share the gospel every day. Loved children, so it was just a really good fit. Um, also, being there just really gave me an opportunity to see how important the whole literacy um, push is that we have. You know, We know that with um, third graders, if they're not reading on grade level, um, they're four times more likely to drop out. And yeah. also, if they're in poverty, they're eight times more likely to drop out. And I got to see that firsthand, you know, with little third graders, just how important it was for them to get it by that grade. Sure. Um, so anyway, I had that background with with teaching and just understanding the dynamics of school as well, and then went from there to um, First Baptist Church in Augusta and uh, led their weekday education program, and that was a birth through kindergarten program. And again, just really loved that, um, the education aspect of it, but also being able to share the gospel and, and all that we did. We had people from really all over the world that came there because of different things going on in Augusta. And so it was, it was just a really uh, nice place to be. Um, but in terms of getting from Augusta to Columbia, uh, my husband was actually uh, working there in, in Augusta um, with Golden Harvest and felt led to a different ministry to Oliver Gospel here in Columbia. Yeah. So he took that position back in January, and uh, our family transitioned here. And so we actually made the move. I, I got in a house in and uh, April and started the job here. Yeah, <laughs> with right, when, right when all the COVID stuff began. So. That's right. <laughs> so it's been an interesting time, but a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just personally, we have. Um, I've been married for 31 years. Got two boys. They're they're not boys anymore. They're men. And That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my oldest son is married, and so I also have a wonderful uh, daughter in love. And then uh, he's in ministry and uh, worship pastor. And then my youngest is studying ministry at Southeastern Seminary. Wow, that's great. That's so great. Just to hear a little bit of your background, some of the ways that uh, God has kind of gifted you and the experiences that he's given you in the past to uh, put you in the position that you're in now with the South Carolina Baptist Convention. One of the things that you do at the convention is oversee uh, the Heart for Schools network. Uh, Very simply, uh, could you tell us just what is Heart for Schools? Okay. It is a network. We call ourselves a Heart for Schools is a network of um, churches that are serving 
students and teachers in South Carolina. And that's our goal, both of those. And, we, and of course, the family, too. We know we impact the, the entire community. But um, just as far as an organization, it's, it's we're working together at Heart for Schools. We're, um, our goal is to provide training, to provide support, uh, to provide encouragement, to um, share resources, and to connect people. You know, just yesterday I had someone call and say, you know, I'm really thinking about starting a church partnership, and you know, this is where I am. We talked for an hour, but in hearing his story, I was able to say, you need to talk to this person, mm-hmm. and you need to talk to this person. And so that's a lot of who we are. I mean, we really are networking. We're really, in, you know, just making those connections for people. Um, and then, you know, providing training. Um, we have a training coming up in September with Reggie McNeil coming to speak, and um, he's done this for us in the past does a wonderful job, so we're excited about that. It's going to be a virtual conference, so we would love to have people come to that. Um, and also, as we come, it's not just going to be a come in, get a shot in the arm, and leave. It's going to be, let's provide some training throughout the year. So when you come to that, you'll also have invitations to other trainings every other month and some some calls where we're going to just, just have a Zoom call where we put different regions together and um, encourage one another. Um, we'll have newsletters, those kind of things, and then another training in March. But that just kind of gives you a feel for some of the things we're doing. You know, our goals are to strengthen the partnerships that we have and to start new partnerships. And um, just to tell you our numbers, you know, we've got over 200, um, about 230, you know, schools that have partners, 230 churches. But when you put all those together, because one church may have more than one uh, school that they work with, like you all, (laughs) with your five that you're working (laughs) with, you know, when you look at all that, I think we've got 323 partnerships that we know of right now. Maybe more out there, but that's just, you know, what we know of right now. But um, the goal for us is just to partner every school with with a church. Um, and so we have a long ways to go to do that, but sure. day by day, we're getting it done. That's right. Well, no, and that's great. And, you know, here at Lake Murray, we have some established partnerships with some of our local schools that uh, we've seen a lot of great fruit from. And so I uh, know we've been a part of these trainings that the convention has offered and have just gained a lot from the support, the encouragement from the various grants that the convention provides for us to be able to do some of these uh, ministry projects at these various schools. So I know that we definitely, as a church here at Lake Murray, are part of the Heart for Schools network, uh, and we are just really thankful for what the convention does to help us as we partner with these local schools uh, and, and really uh, partnering with these local schools with the goal that that we would be able to uh, share the gospel with those that are far from Christ, that we would be able to to love and to serve, and that we would be able to to make an impact uh, for the gospel within the schools that that surround us here. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the specific ways that that churches or even individuals can can be a part of Heart for Schools. Sure. Well, we have a couple of different avenues that we look at, and, and the Education Oversight Committee came a few years ago and sat down with us and just gave us some ideas of ways that we can help as we talk with churches and say, this is how you can help a school. And you know, typically what you do, and you have already done this, you go into the school and you ask a principal, you know, what are your needs? How can we walk along beside you? We value you. We want to help you. And you're going in with open hands, you know, yep. no agenda, just how can I help? And um, they may tell you some things, but um, the other side of that is sometimes they may not know what you're willing to do, what you're capable of doing. And so just to have kind of a um, an idea of some some opportunities. One thing that we talk about a lot is reading buddies. And so um, a- as a congregation, you know, there are people that have time to go into a school and just invest it in a child's life. It's just, you know, it's life-changing for that child. That's right, yeah. You, you think about going in and, and reading. You're not going in to be a tutor. You're going in just to, to say, I care about you. I value you. And so a, a reading buddy goes in. Um, you know, the way we 
we um, promote it as 30 minutes a week with a child. And um, you do that throughout the year. So by the end of the year, many times those children are reading on a higher grade level. But they also know, hey, this person has come to see me and read with me every week, and they care about me. And so yeah. relationships develop. You were talking about what happens, you right. know, and what the ultimate goal is. Well, that comes through those relationships. So uh, being a reading buddy, even doing some simple things like going into the classroom and reading, um, just reading to a classroom, um, that's a valuable thing to do. Of course, we know this year— our reading buddies are not going to go into the classroom. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. Maybe in the spring. We don't know. But I will say um, I've heard other people give some ideas of things that they are doing. And um, one one church that has a very strong reading buddy program has said they've asked their principal and they're going to go in and be writing buddies. Mm. And so, you know, just that whole pen pal thing. And, you know, children don't really even know how to address an envelope anymore. And so, you know, it's a lost art. But just, you know, that whole writing. So there are things that they can do that way. Um of course, teacher support is very important, and there are things that we can do, um, you know, as a church. And I know you're already doing these things, just providing the meals and providing um, just snacks along the way, um, just things that encourage those teachers. You know, we do know that um, tw- 25% of teachers back in 2018, first year teachers, did not return to the classroom. Wow. So anything you can do for first year teachers, I think, is very appreciated. Mm-hmm. I just talked with. Um, a church plant pastor last week, and he went in and talked to his principal and and said, "What can we do?" And her number one priority was, "How can you support our first year teachers?" Yeah. Um, so you know, there are things that you know we say, "Okay, the church can do this," but individuals can do that as well. Sure. You know, think about um, things that you might just give them throughout the year. Think about just the notes, you know, a handwritten mm-hmm. note that says, "You know, I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you, and I, you know, I know that what you're doing is making a difference. Keep it up. Those kind of things make a difference." Yeah. That's, yeah, I love that, and and it really, I I, I totally relate to that because uh, I think it really is, it is the small things. It is the the small things that we can do for for teachers uh, or even for for students that really do make a big difference. I can remember we uh, here at Lake Murray back uh, back in April May during Teacher Appreciation Week uh, gave a five dollar. Chick Fil A gift card and and a handwritten note to to all the teachers and our school partners and and the amount of feedback that we got from that uh, was a little overwhelming on my part and and I just thought well this is just a it's just a handwritten note but knowing that that small handwritten note went a long way for teachers especially during that time when things shut down really quickly got kind of chaotic uh, that that little bit of, uh, of of a note and a gift card made a big difference in the life of those of those teachers and and really helps to strengthen the partnership uh, that we have with those local schools. And so uh, that's, that's just really, really good. Uh, uh, You mentioned some of the unique ways that, uh, that schools can, can partner. And I think one of those is uh, just trying to think creatively. And I know that that's what we're doing here at Lake Murray is trying to think creatively in the ways that we partner with our local schools. Angela, tell us a little bit more about some of the unique ways that uh, schools and churches are partnering together during this COVID-19 pandemic and and just kind of the u- unique ways that schools look uh, this coming fall. Well, unique is the word. I've used that several times today myself. We have a unique opportunity to partner with schools 
in providing off-site learn, uh, off-site learning centers. We've been calling them e-learning centers. But you know, it's actually interesting. We talked with Molly Spearman, had that wonderful opportunity a few weeks ago as she asked the faith community and specifically asked Southern Baptist churches, can you step in and help? And I've been amazed at the, the churches across the state that are doing that, whether they're weekday education programs that already have a license and so they're just adding some classes or whether it's a church that's never done this before, they're opening their doors and they're saying, we want to make a difference because we know children will be at home by themselves while parents work if we don't do something. And so churches are opening their doors to provide support. Um, some of those are able to even, you know, share the gospel during that mm. time because, you know, you're, the children are in your building and right. so you're able to do some of those kinds of things. Um, we just learned some some uh, exciting things from this, the superintendent's office this week. Um, for a church that normally that does not have a license, you can actually provide services for more than four hours for children five years and up. Um, without a license, you get a temporary certificate. And that's something that DSS is doing just because of COVID. Wow. And so that's a wonderful opportunity. And then there's a possibility of them providing transportation and food and those types of things. So we're just excited because churches can step in and truly help the family, fam- moms and dads that are worried, what are we going to do with our children? And so that's a very big opportunity. That's so great. And I know that we here at Lake Murray are taking advantage of that opportunity and we're providing some expanded classes for students during their distance learning days. And that registration opened last week. And I know that we saw a great response, not just from our folks here at our church, but folks within the community. And it provides us a great opportunity to reach out to those within our community to, to really serve them in a very practical way during this time where a lot of parents are wondering, hey, what am I going to do with my student um, on those days? And so uh, we're looking forward to being able to step into the gap and and provide that opportunity for uh, for students and for parents. I know that a, a lot of our classes are already full, but we do have some classes uh, that are open and you can find information about that uh, on our church website. Uh, I, I do want to kind of make a pitch for the things that we're doing here at Lake Murray. We're excited over the next couple of weeks to be able to uh, serve some of our local school partners. Uh, we partner with a, a number of schools in our local community. The ones that we will uh, be working with next week will be Lake Murray Elementary School, Beachwood Middle School, Gilbert Middle School, and Gilbert High School. And we'll be providing breakfast and lunch at those schools. Uh, At the time that we're recording this podcast, it'll be next week that we'll uh, be providing those meals. And want to just let the folks at Lake Murray that if you would be interested in serving in any of those opportunities, we would uh, love for you to come and to help serve. We're going to do that in a safe way, a socially distant way. Uh, I think that a lot of our school partners didn't think we would do anything just because of what's going on, but I know that the administrators we've talked to have just been overly thankful for our willingness to come and to be creative during this time. And so if you would be interested in serving in one of those opportunities, would love for you to go to our church website where you can find a sign up for that. And then uh, myself or somebody else will be in contact with you about the details of what it would look like to come and to help serve at one of our Heart for Schools partners next week. Uh, If you want any more information about that, you can certainly email me. Angela, thanks so much for coming and being a part of our podcast today. Thank you so much for what you do at the convention. I know that we have benefited greatly from uh, the ministry of Heart for Schools, the network uh, that Heart for Schools offers us. Look forward to the training in a couple of weeks to, again, continue to think about the creative ways that we can uh, serve our local schools, uh, all for the sake of the gospel. Well, thank you for having me come. I'm excited about the things that you're doing. I always like hearing the stories of the relationships that are being built and the lives that are being changed. So thank you. Thank you for letting me come and talk with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. 
And a special thank you to you, the members of Lake Mary Baptist Church, and to all of our listeners. Remember, this podcast and the other ministries of Lake Mary Baptist Church are brought to you by the generous tithes and offerings of our church membership. To give to the ministries of Lake Mary Baptist Church, you can follow the link in the description. For more information about Lake Murray Baptist Church, you can always visit our church website, www.lakemurraybc.org. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. By subscribing, you'll be notified whenever a new pod is posted. We hope that you'll join us again next time as we seek to live in light of the gospel in the places where God has placed us for his glory, our joy, and others' good.